the girl on the wicket gate part 1 surya looked at the clouds below his window without really seeing them his mind was far away in the hills of uttarakhand as his plane flew over the atlantic he was thinking about the last letter from his grandfather sent by post as all the other letters neat meticulous writing using a fountain pen as always his grandfather had asked him when he would be visiting next the apples would be ripening in a month the pear tree was bearing fruit too if they planned a visit soon enough they could enjoy the fresh fruit right off the tree surya had called back in reply a short polite call his reasons for not visiting were almost the same as always too very busy many deadlines to meet will plan a trip soon hope you are well will call again good night the news of his grandfather's passing was relayed to him around a month later by kishan uncle who owned a farm near his grandfather's house apparently his grandfather had not been keeping well for 6 months a fact he never mentioned in any of his letters surya's mind drifted back to the many vacations he had spent at his grandparents house as a child he just loved that house it was a big sprawling bungalow nestled amongst the hills surrounded by trees and wild flowers it was a welcome change from the small city flat he stayed in with his parents so each summer he was packed off to his grandparents place his parents sometimes accompanied him but many times not his grandparents never hid the fact that they most looked forward to their grandson's arrival surya knew he had always been their favorite sir his reverie was broken by the air hostess standing with a tray of drinks he shook his head in a no his mind now moved on to the more pressing matters at hand his grandparents house was to be sold off the sprawling ancestral property had found buyers rather quickly a young couple he was making what was probably his last trip to india and that house to close the deal he had been living abroad for close to 20 years now he had met his now wife there soon his parents too had moved near them his parents had asked his grandparents to come live with them too but they would not hear of it with the selling of this house the last ties to india and his childhood would be broken he checked his watch two more hours then a 10 hour long taxi ride from the airport to that little town 
his thoughts wandered to the last vacation he had spent at his grandparents' house. He had been 19 then, tall, lanky, and shy. A longish face with a pronounced jawline and a mop of thick, dark hair. He carried his natural good looks somewhat awkwardly. Like always, on his arrival, the house was smelling of all the freshly prepared sweetmeats his granny had kept ready for him. Her knees were arthritic and troubled her no end, but Surya knew she would have been up since morning hustling the household helps to help prepare food fit for a king and enough to feed an army. And that when he was the only one coming. Hugs and kisses from her were always plentiful. His grandfather on the other hand was more restrained but Surya felt a deeper bond with him. Late evenings were spent sitting on the couch near his grandfather as he rocked on his rocking chair regaling him with interesting stories about the hills. Surya spent the days exploring the winding mountain paths around the house. Being an introvert He loved these solitary rambles through the jungles. The smell of the woods, the squirrels running up and down trees, the butterflies, the occasional rabbits. He felt one with them and completely at peace. The heat at the airport hit him with an almost physical force he turned his face skywards to let the indian sun burn through his facial skin even though it had been 20 years living abroad strangely coming back felt like coming home but what was he coming back to he thought to himself as his taxi sped through the city streets the tender hugs and kisses on his arrival the smiles welcoming him a lump rose in his throat if only he had made this trip a month or two earlier he could have met his grandfather one last time he must have dozed off for he woke up with a start to the driver saying stopping for tea sir excellent ginger tea here he got off too to stretch his legs how long had he slept the plains of north india had now given to rolling hills and pine trees as they started off again having had the ginger tea and hot snacks His thoughts once again wandered back to his last trip to his grandparents' house. That day, he had taken off after breakfast on his favorite mountain path. This one was a steep hike initially and then leveled off to a more easy climb. As he turned a bend, 
he heard the sound of happy laughter. He looked down and saw her for the first time. Some distance downhill was a girl of around 16 sitting on a wicket gate. She was surrounded by eight or ten goats. He couldn't help but notice her long wavy hair that fell to her waist. The sun rays falling on her face imparted it with an almost ethereal golden glow. She was laughing and chastising a goat for attempting to escape the fence. Her tinkling laugh had the beauty of a thousand mountain streams. He stood there enthralled. She suddenly lifted her face and looked directly in his direction. A curious expression on her face. He quickly averted his eyes in confusion and pretended to intently study the bark of the tree near him. After a few seconds, he looked in her direction again and she was still looking at him. Except, this time she seemed to be laughing at him. Then, in a quick fluid movement, she jumped off the wicket gate and with the natural grace and beauty that comes from youth, ran downhill, herding her goats along. Somewhat embarrassed and red in the face, Surya hurried up his path. The next day he was determined to take a different mountain path for his morning hike. But at the last moment, he decided to go on his favourite path again. He tried not to think about the girl. But there she was again with her goats. Only today she was leaning with her chin on the wicket gate, looking directly at him, a gentle smile playing on her lips. Had she been waiting for me? Surya mustered up some courage and waved awkwardly at her. Her face broke into a huge beauteous smile as she waved back. The next week, Surya took the same path daily and she was there every day waiting for him. They would wave at each other and he would continue on his hike. His vacation was ending. It was time to go back. This would be his last hike. He was determined to ask her name this time. He hurried up the path, practicing mentally how he would approach her. As he reached the bend and looked down at the wicket gate, he was surprised to see no sign of her or the goats. His eyes scanned the area, but she was nowhere. He left the mountain path and bounded down the hill up to the wicket gate. From here he could see a house further downhill. Was that where she lived? He debated whether he should go to that house and ask after her. Suddenly his eyes fell on 
two freshly engraved letters on the wicket gate. Someone had scratched the letters SS on the wood. Did she know his name? Had she somehow found out his name was Surya Singh? Or was this just a coincidence? He waited for some time by the wicket gate and then cutting short his hike, he returned home. Next day, as his luggage was packed into the trunk of the car, he felt a great despondency cloud his heart. His grandmother mistakenly thought he was sad at leaving them, which he was, but it wasn't only them this time. had been his last trip to his grandfather's place. A flurry of exams and placements had followed. His life had been filled with changes and happenings. He had left Indian shores within the next six months, never to return. He did meet his grandparents though when they came for short holidays to them. Initially they would come every year But with his grandmother's advancing arthritis, the visits became less frequent till they stopped altogether. And a few years later, she passed away. His parents went for the last rites, but his wife was expecting their first child, so Surya couldn't make that trip either. And now, his grandfather too was no more. His promise to visit them will now always lie unfulfilled. They had reached the small mountain town, the town of his grandparents now. Surya looked out the car window as they drove through the busy marketplace. Everything looked so different yet so familiar. He tried to spot any familiar landmarks he remembered from his childhood. The corner tea house was still there, looking somewhat dilapidated. The church was there too. Much was changed though. The taxi stopped at the garden gate of the house. Night was almost approaching. The air suddenly chilly, even though it was summertime. Surya got off and looked around the garden. The main door of the house opened and Ram Babu walked out, probably having heard the taxi. Ram Babu, or Kaka as Surya used to call him, had been his grandparents' house caretaker, manservant, cook, gardener, all rolled into one. He looked much older now, slightly bent, with a happy, sad smile on his face. Surya ran forward and hugged him. Silent tears rolled down both their eyes. I'll make you tea first, Ram Babu said as Surya moved his luggage inside. He, your grandfather, remembered you and talked about you every day till his last day. 
He read your emails many times. Surya walked around the house with a heavy heart. Everything was probably exactly as his grandfather had left it when he departed. The regret at not having visited them suddenly punched him in the stomach. Sad tears rolled down his face. Grandpa, I had always meant to come and visit you and Granny. I had, he sobbed. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He crumpled down on the floor and sobbed his heart out. Stay tuned next week for the second part of The Girl on the Wicket Gate to hear how the story ends. Till then, take care.